Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Sweet Spots on Muskoka Magazine. Welcome to Sweet Spots on Muskoka Magazine, where passions, purpose, and pursuits collide. I'm Sue Kelly, and for the next 30 minutes, I'll be shining a spotlight on someone who has created their unique sweet spot in life. This broadcast is coming to you from the Bay's satellite studio at the very cool sweet spot in Gravenhurst, the Sawdust City Brewery. So today, we're going to talk all about the Muskoka Airport. And my guest today is Len O'Connor, who is the CEO of the Muskoka Airport. Welcome to the show, Len. Thank you, Sue. It's going to be a great show. I love talking about our jewel in Muskoka because it's just, it's Muskoka's bevy of sensational experiences in the Canadian wilderness. That's right. And that's what they say. Yeah. Um, and uh, just a couple of weeks ago, June 24th, uh, the mayor and I were out to the airport with you and council and a lot of others welcoming in Porter's inaugural flight yeah. from, uh, from Billy Bishop Airport. Um, and they're beginning of their summer scheduled flights. That's right. It was uh, it was a great day, June twenty fourth. It's uh, it was their first flight um, back after two years due we, to COVID. Yes, yeah. So it was pretty darn special. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it was a great day. Great day. <laughs> yeah. So um, because my show is called Sweet Spots, so Len, what's your sweet spot in life? <laughs> it's my wife. Hey. I don't think that's not a hard question for me. Yeah, no, it's my wife. It's my I wife. love that yeah. answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did they say? Um, happy wife, happy life. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a happy guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I can tell that you've yeah. got a great big smile on your face. <laughs> so before we um, move on and talk more about the airport, perhaps you can give us a little history about your background. Um, in a nutshell, because I know you, you, you've got a lot of experiences. Um, yeah, there's quite a bit there. We can talk for a few hours about my background, but in a nutshell, um, southwest coast of Ireland, that's, that's where I came from. Uh, came to Canada on my way to Australia. Loved Canada so much, stayed here. Um, ended up in the private business world for a number of years, got bored, ended up in the airport industry, really liked it, expanded that um, uh, in, my, in, my, in, my, in my resume, we'll say, and then took it from the airports and went into the airline uh, industry, which I worked in North Africa for wow. a number of years and came back to Canada and then went back to North Africa again to manage United Nations contracts. And then Muskoka came up, which I just couldn't refuse. So I came back to Canada and ended up in Muskoka. So here I am. Yeah. Well, we're so glad to, to have you here. And it's just amazing all of the accomplishments you've done since, since you've come. Because prior to your arrival, the Muskoka Airport almost was a non-entity. Um, there were some recreational pilots mm. coming in, but nothing like we have today. So let's get right into what is happening this summer with the scheduled flights. Well, okay, so uh, Porter were here in 2019. It was, uh, it's a 10-week program. It was a three-year pilot project. 2019 was very successful. And then COVID came in and Porter shut down all their flights everywhere. So after two years, Porter decided that they're coming back for year two into Muskoka. They started June 24th, 
And um, it's a little bit too early to tell what the numbers are going to be like for this year, but they are looking pretty good. But that's something that we'll be able to have a good indication once we get maybe 50% into into this program for the year. So we've got Porter for 10 weeks um, this year, Fridays and Mondays, and looking after a lot of the people who want to come up into Muskoka for the weekends, and then a lot of people from Muskoka that want to go elsewhere for the weekends. So, for example, if you live in Muskoka and you want to go to Boston for the weekends, you can do it through Porter. All right, they'll fly you out on a Friday and they'll fly you back on a on a on a Monday. Now, all flights that do depart from Muskoka, they do end up uh, in Toronto. So Toronto's the hub. Mm-hmm. So they're going to Toronto and then you jump over to another airplane to head off to your destination. Or if your destination is in Toronto, you get off at Toronto and you're there. And then we also had uh, Fly GTA who are back. Right? again, two year hiatus due to COVID impacts. So they came back. They started up about two weeks ago, and their flights are, oh, gee, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. So these flights, Porter flights and Flight GTA GTA flights, they do complement each other. So if you want to fly, say, from Toronto into Muskoka with Porter on a Saturday, and you want to fly back to Toronto on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever other day that uh, Flight GTA GTA are flying back, you can do it with Fly GTA. It's perfect. They're complementing each other. So, yeah, really good. Really good news for Muskoka and for the people in Muskoka. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. What is it, a 35-minute flight? Uh, if that. If that. <laughs> if and uh, how, how much is it, one way? Uh, well, that that can change, mm-hmm. right? Okay. It, it's that's. Um, I would leave people to go into Porter's website to check on that. But I believe it's around, I think if you book far out, like a month from now or six weeks from now, it could be around $160. Um for a flight round trip yeah something like that as yeah, I, I yeah, recall yeah and it's uh you know when people balance having to be on the 400 and uh two or three hours yeah, yeah. and all the hassle but just to be up in 35 minutes you're up in this gem of canada Ab- absolutely you know what sue it's um a friday afternoon you're leaving toronto sure it's a two-hour drive to get into muskoka normally but when you leave toronto you don't know what it is. No, it, no. You're it just could be, getting out of Toronto. It could be two hours, right? But highly doubted oh, during the summer. Totally. Um, and also on the, into the fall, but it could turn into a five, six-hour flight. I remember there's been times where I've driven north from Toronto on Friday afternoon, and honestly, it's taken me eight hours, <laughs> right? Because there's an accident. They told, So you don't know. It's the unknown. But 35 minutes of a flight? Absolutely. It's worth it. Yeah. And... Uh, Let's uh, talk a little bit um, about some of the history of the Muskoka Airport. If I, uh, who knew that in 1933, uh, uh, the airport was a make-work project during the Great Depression? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's been a while back, 1933. And then if you look at it, once you get into the World War II, the Nor- Norway sent their, their pilots or people that wanted to become pilots over to uh, Muskoka Airport to be trained as World War World War Two pilots for Norway, right? Big yes, training ground. I, it was indeed, yeah. and uh, so Norwegians are very fond of um, Canada and Muskoka because of that. And there's a beautiful little museum there, Little Norway. That's right. It's very cool. You know, I was very surprised the very first time a number of years ago now, um, when I think it was when the first Porter flight came in, actually. Um, the airport is beautiful. It's a lovely, clean, uh, spacious, bright office with uh, meeting rooms and uh, pilot lounges. And you even have, um, now you've got, what is it called when you do the, um, 
Oh, goodness, the border. Oh, the restricted area. Yeah, yeah. talk about that a bit. So uh, when Porter decided to, to come in, uh, there was some infrastructure requirements that we needed at the airport. And so we had to bring in CATSA. So the screening and security that you go through at Toronto Airport or, or any other airport is exactly what you go through at Muskoka Airport. So we have the CATSA um, uh, security people come up from Toronto to screen the people getting onto the flights. But that infrastructure which is set up, and it's really, really niche, right? Because what we did was we brought, we brought Muskoka into the airport. So the terminal right now, it's, it's like a huge big cottage. Like it is. It, yes, is, it is really, really Very nice. Very cottagey Muskoka. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's, that's, where, that's part of our strategic plan is whatever we do to that airport is to bring Muskoka into it. So, for example, the holding room where you sit and you wait for your airplane, there's also a patio holding room. And we brought Muskoka into this patio so you can sit on the patio on these beautiful Muskoka chairs and look out on the terminal and see what's going on. Or, sorry, look out on the apron and see what's going on. You can see the jets coming in, the jets leaving. You can see Porter's plane coming in. No, it was really exciting. Really <laughs> exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I remember that. Well, you know what? Um, before we carry on, I think we'll take a quick break. We've been talking to Len O'Connor, the CEO of the Muskoka. Muskoka Airport. And I'm Sue Kelly, and you're listening to Sweet Spots on Muskoka Magazine. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Sweet Spots on Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Sweet Spots. I'm Sue Kelly, and my guest today is Lynn O'Connor, who is the CEO of Muskoka Airport. And uh, it's we've been having a fascinating discussion. And so just to bring you up to date, in case, in case you missed the first part, that um, as of June 24th, we welcomed back Porter for their second year. And um, they fly Fridays and Mondays. They arrive in Muskoka at 3.05, and they leave uh, to return to Billy Bishop Airport in Toronto at 3.45, also, Fly GTA is just a small commuter uh, airplane that flies into uh, Muskoka on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. It arrives at 1.30, and it leaves at 2. And uh, exciting things are happening. So, Len, carrying right along, let's talk about the Muskoka Airport, which is actually located in Gravenhurst. I want to say that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's important right. for the, the town folk of Gravenhurst, <laughs> but it supports all of Muskoka. That's for, right. For absolutely sure. Let's talk about it as a driver of tourism and economic growth. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It certainly does. Airports in general, they are economic drivers for the regions, for the district that they are in. So, um, but I'll go back to 2019 where the, myself and the airport board and council and, and the stakeholders for the airport, this is not just the board and the CEO sitting down and coming up with a strategic plan for the airport. We talk to stakeholders on the airport, outside of the airport, um, and so on and so on. And we come up with a strategic plan for the airport. And our vision is to be the transportation gateway for people and business for Muskoka. Yes. That's it. So very simple. But now we have a foundation that we can actually move forward because in the strategic plan, you have a vision, you have a mission, and then you have your goals and objectives for the next few years because we base it on three-year three year, um, 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 anyway, three sections. And But that led us to putting a master plan together for the airport. And then putting the master plan together for the airport 
we also, part of that is to find out what's the economic impact for this airport. So economic impact, and this is 2019, I think it was just I, 47 million. I think it was 46.9 million, but say $47 million. And then once we finish the master plan, we're, and we don't concentrate on developing one area, we actually develop airside, we develop groundside, and we also develop the service that's coming in and out. Porter, FlyGTA, and we're also working with some other carriers. So we'll see what happens in the future. But we predicted before COVID hit that the economic impact for the airport would be approximately 105 million within five years. Now, that's going to be off by a few years because of COVID impacts, right? Some industries within the aviation business have changed a little bit. Some of them have taken a couple of steps back because they want to find out how are we coming out of this. Travel is going to change. But um, the latest reports that that I have been reading, and this is coming from um, a company that uh, does this throughout the world. Uh, I don't want to name them right now, but they're actually predicting in 2024 we'll be back to 80% of the 2019 um, travel levels. And that's for domestic and international. But so far this year, I th- I've heard, and this is just yesterday, we're back up to 90% of the levels. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, people were locked down for two years. They want to get out and they want to travel again. So, yeah, rightly so. I want to travel. <laughs> um, indeed. And so since you arrived, Lynn, what are some of the businesses that have um, set up business at the airport or around the airport? Yeah, we've had uh, – so <laughs> this, is, this, this is a little strange for me because uh, – my wife and I were used to moving into an area, and and it's not that we've moved a lot, but we have moved a little bit, and we move into an area, and we get to know a lot of people in the first year, but uh, coming back from Africa, it was a change for me from North Africa, and then moving from Niagara um, on the lake into Muskoka, so I worked here for six months, and we finally moved up here. So the first year is a bit of a whirlwind, but in that first year, we brought Porter Airlines into the airport. We took the airport from other designation with Transport Canada into a Class 3 designated airport. And we also brought in FlyGTA for year-round service. And we also put a strategic plan together for the airport because it's very important to have a strategic plan and a master plan because it provides you the path to move forward. So... um, Sky Service also came in that year, and there was a lot of jobs with Sky Service. And what does Sky Service do? Uh, maintenance, uh, repair of, of the larger airplanes. So if you go to the airport today, you'll see a lot of uh, airplanes that are actually sitting on the apron. A lot of them have been moved into the back of uh, one of the hangars, which you can't see them from public accesses right now. But um, I, I, I would guess there's probably 30 large airplanes that are there uh, for them. Yeah, so maintenance, repair, overhaul, they will look after that. And then you have um, that painting company with that paint the larger airplanes next door, so they complement each other. So we did that. Flight GTA actually um, uh, bought a hangar at the airport. All right, They position themselves as uh, it's not their base of operations, but they do have a hangar at the airport. And... Um, so COVID came in, uh, the companies we were dealing with, and we, we were dealing with some some fairly large companies to come in, uh, three of them to be exact. One of them, there was over 100 jobs at the time. Um, it was 120-odd jobs. Another one, about six jobs, right? But still, it was a, a fairly decent-sized hangar. And then we had another 
company with six hangars for the small recreational pilots so they can actually park their airplanes in, in the winter and some of them in the summer. So, but all that stopped because of COVID. Um, so, well, it didn't stop. They postponed, right? So they're still just waiting to see how we come out. Is travel going to change? Is it regional, domestic? Like we don't know yet. And the propulsion industry, that's also going to change a little bit. Um, but then just recently, uh, we signed up um, uh, a company to come in. Um, it's a fixed wing flight school. So if you want to get your pilot's li- license, Excellent. you can now at Muskoka Airport as to Spectrum Airways. And we also have another company that came in July 1st, and it's uh, a structural maintenance repair for smaller airplanes. All right, and again, this is for the recreational pilot community. And, and they position themselves at the airport. And, and I'm going to go back about a year ago. We also have another flight school at the airport. And if you want to get your helicopter license, you can come to Muskoka Airport and get your helicopter license. I had no idea. Yeah. This, is, this is terrific. Yeah. It's great for our young people and right close to home Absolutely. to be doing this. Absolutely. Uh, you, yeah. It's amazing how the growth and development of the airport has, uh, you can see how easily it, this is an economic driver uh, for Muskoka. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I encourage people, if you just want to, you know, take a little trip out there and just walk in and see the Little Norway Museum and just see what a beautiful terminal it is. It's quite expansive, the, the whole area. I, I'm always kind of in awe of it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people actually come by just to look at the airplanes, to look at the activity airside. So, yeah, yeah no, and you're right. Come out and have a look at the Nor- Norwegian Museum and the memorial set up there. It's uh, it's a really, like, I've worked in a lot of airports overseas and in Canada. It's a really neat airport. <laughs> it really is, yeah, yeah. You know what I think would be cool out there would be to have a little cafe. Yeah. A little a restaurant, yeah. you know, of high caliber that um, it'll be a destination place. What's your dream? You had a... Do you have a dream for what else could be happening with that airport? Oh, I got so many dreams, too. I got so many dreams. I'm not sure where to yeah, start. Yeah, this Irish lad with the, <laughs> who's kissed the Balarney Stone. And uh, so glad to have you on the show uh, today, Len. Um, and so your website is excellent. It's very Muskoka E Cottagey again, right? Yeah, yes, it is. That's right. Yeah. And so um, tell us about some contact information um, about the airport. Um, well, if, if, uh, if somebody's looking for more information about the airport, I suggest they go onto our website. That'll be, uh, muskokadistrictairport.ca. And, and if they want to call the airport, um, the number's there, just give us a call. And if they want to come out and just have a look at the museum and just walk around, there's free parking there. Just come on out. You can see the activity on, on the airfield. Planes coming in and out. And, and, uh, I don't want to say it's back to 2019 normal levels for, for the jet traffic, but it's a busy little spot right now. So we're hoping that it actually continues through the summer. Yeah, but and people are welcome to come out. That's excellent. And you, everyone will see why it is a sweet spot yeah. in Muskoka. Well, thank you so much, Lynn, for sharing, obviously, your passion um, and expertise with us today. And I hope today's show hit your sweet spot. Join me next Sunday morning at 8 o'clock for another episode. Or you can always go online to um, Hunters Bay Radio or Muskoka uh, Radio dot com and just click on what's what's on and scroll down to podcasts and you can always pick up any of my shows or any of the innumerable shows on muskoka magazine we are muskoka on the bay ckar 88.7 on your fm dial